Welcome to the Port Swing Podcast, episode 002. I'm Joe Webb. Today we're on the porch with my good buddy, Alec Petford. What's up, my man? What's going on, dude? Man, just hanging out. Uh, we've been trying to get this set up for a while, huh? Heck yeah, man. I'm uh... just, life is just crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you can plan a schedule, but it feels like, I don't know, man. It feels like you plan a schedule and then there's always like a roadblock. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Life happens all the time. Dude, so how's Arizona? Man, it's so good. Um, being back home has just been the coolest thing ever. I get to hang with all my best friends and my my family and it's just it's been awesome. So, yeah. So. For all the listeners, uh, I guess me and Alec can give you a little, a little backstory on how I know this dude from Arizona. Um, so back when, uh, back when I moved to Nashville, um, it was literally like within weeks I started at a school called SAE Institute for Music and uh, for Music Business. Or now, what was it? Music Entertainment. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, it's all. Yeah. <laughs> We done we me and him both joined at the same time for the school and we like had the same class together. And I don't know, dude. I think me and you just like kicked it off. Oh yeah. I was like, this dude's country as hell. We're gonna we're gonna be best friends. So <laughs> and it and it felt and it I mean, I you know, I knew Hunter, but you didn't really know anybody up there yet. And it kind of like it was good for you, but it was also good for me because we weren't just like Cause you hear the, you hear these horror stories, man, like people moving to Nashville and they kind of just, they don't know nobody. Oh like, yeah. Man. They're just like walking down Broadway. Like, Hey man, you want to be my friend? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a scary thing moving out there, but yeah. So me and him met in class and, uh, we just, um, I don't know, dude, like I said, we just kicked it off, man. And we had a, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much learning we did in that class, but, uh, yeah, man. I don't either, but somehow got through it. Yeah, man. You graduated. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> so do, you yes. feel, do you feel like that uh, entertainment degree is, uh, I guess, do you feel like it's helped you a little bit? Actually, yeah, man. Um, so funny story. Uh, right before I ever moved out there, uh, my mom for about a year was just like, Cause we, I'd been out to Nashville a couple of times and I actually looked at a couple of schools and, and then I, I came back to Arizona and for like a year, my mom would like wake me up in the mornings and just be like, so you ready to like go to that college yet? And I'm just like, Nope, Nope, Nope. But then finally I was like, man, I'll just do it. And, and, uh, yeah, so she, now, she was kicking you out of Arizona in a way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pushing me. But, uh, yeah, I've, I, I learned a lot. I actually just, I actually just uh, started my own company uh, called Night Horse Entertainment, and no doubt that I won't say I won't say everything there was you know necessary to learn, but I learned a lot that that I've taken with me. So yeah, yeah, and um, and so y'all know Alec, he's a he's a singer songwriter too, and we'll get into some of that you know in a little bit. He's got he's got some cool stories too. Um, and those cool stories are, it's crazy because it's like you tell your, you tell these people your stories, you know, from Nashville back home and 
they just can't believe it. You know what I mean? It's like the people that you've met and things like that. But up there, it's not like up there. It's not like, it's not like, a, it's not, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not like a darn, it's not like you're living, watching TV and you're like, you see these, you see these country stars as like, you know, heroes. When you get there, they're actual people. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But tell us, man. Uh, so where, you know, uh, I know you're from Arizona, but tell, tell the people a little bit about uh, Arizona and where you're from and, uh, and all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm from a little town right outside of Tucson, Arizona. And uh, around here, it's just, uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's just desert cactus. And uh, it's kind of hard to imagine if you've never been out here, but uh, a lot of rodeo, all my, you know, my friends are into rodeo and horses and it's just, it's just the best. So um, I'm grateful to be from a place like this and uh and and write music because i feel like i have some some good stuff to write about that maybe not a lot of other people do so yeah. um but it's great man it's hot it's hot all the time and and uh it's just a, it's a cool place i love it here so you know i thought that i think that's what makes nashville songwriting so cool because you get all these people from different walks of life that have their own meaning of, I don't know, for instance, I was going to say when you were telling me when you were, when you were talking about, you know, what it looks like in Arizona, in my head, I'm thinking that's God's country. Oh but, yeah. But, no doubt. Know, but all across the, you know, the South and things like that, we say the same thing, you know, when you see the sunset in a cornfield, it's like, that's God's country. Um, yeah. But then you get two people from a different walk of life into a writing room and it just, sometimes it just comes out as magic. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You and I have wrote a couple like that about, yeah, you know, living in, living in Nashville and, and just wishing we could be back, be back home and, and living the life we know. And so, um, I think, it yeah, man, I, uh, I think it gets hard for a lot of people in Nashville is like, you love it there, you love it there, but it's like you, you still miss home. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, when this whole pandemic thing happened, I, uh, I thought I would, you know, move home for a month, maybe two months. And, you know, there was no food on the shelves at the grocery store and life was getting kind of scary. So I thought I'd be home for, you know, two months or so and come back. Well, now it's been a year. It's just been about exactly a year. So, um, but I'm super excited that, that, uh, everything's kind of coming back to normal life and uh i can't wait to to get back out there and and kind of pick up there what i left off but uh definitely been it's kind of crazy because you know you as a songwriter it takes so long to to meet the right people and to get in the right rooms and just kind of get that momentum if you will as a songwriter but and i felt like i had you know i was getting some momentum for the first time right before all this happened and I'm just kind of, bu I was kind of bummed for a while and, you know, no one really knew it was going to happen, but to be honest with you, you know, I'm living with my best friend from home right now. Um, and we've been actually writing every single night just about, and, and I've wrote 
some of my favorite songs I've ever wrote. And I, and that never would have happened. The topics, the things I'm writing about never would have happened if I was in Nashville. So it's been, that's a blessing, you know, that's probably going to be most of my first album actually is the songs I've wrote here during the pandemic. So that's going to be kind of cool. So. Yeah, man, dude, it's our, it's our story. You know what I mean? As bad as life goes sometimes and it, and God knows that mine, you know, mine's went certain ways and, um, good and bad. Um, and it's like, it's hard when you're in the moment to look at what's happening as your story. But I think that sometimes it comes out as a blessing sometimes. You know? No question, man. I, I, like I said, I, I could not be happier with music right now. And I've, I've been away from Nashville for a year. You know, I visited once or twice, but um, I could not be happier with the songs I wrote. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to, to share those with, with everybody pretty soon. So, man, did we have some fun times up there, though? Oh, my gosh. Too much fun. Too much fun. Dude, so my last, my first podcast, it was the first first episode of this thing and uh i was talking to dalton dover and shout out to dalton by the way but um i i was uh i was telling him i was i was telling him something about how nashville is pretty much you you're living on adrenaline and adderall sometimes you know what i mean it's because dude it's like it doesn't stop you know what i mean it's you hear that not does not stop. Nope. And, sure. and, I, and I say the word, I say the word Adderall. Like I'm not saying that we eat a lot of Adderall by no means, but that's what it, it feels like you need it though. You know what I mean? It does, man. I mean, you're up, you know, hanging out, the bars close at, you know, three o'clock. And, and then after that, usually it's where are we going after this kind of deal. And you end up staying up all night and uh, it's just crazy. It's totally different, man. If no one's ever, live that life and, Dude, so and uh, i don't think i slept at all for yeah those three years <laughs> i didn't mean to cut you off um good, man. speaking of bars getting out at three o'clock in the morning um i was telling i was I mean, me and you were talking a while back about um about priscilla block across the across the hallway from you um how cool is that yeah and that and that, that isn't that isn't that just like a perfect example of like dreams in that town you know what i mean yeah man i uh yeah i don't i don't know if i think she had a friend that was living on the same floor as me um there right there in uh in, in midtown and uh i just i got to know her and and uh I'm just so happy for her, man, because she, I always knew she was super talented and, you know, but she, you know, she, she put in the work, she, she wrote and she, she went after it. And, uh, I mean, today, for example, um, I'm going down the road to work and, you know, listen to the highway and, and her song comes on, man. And it's just, it's so cool, man, that. Yeah. And that, happened for her i'm so happy for her so kind of where i was going with that and i think i kind of skipped it but what i was talking about was you know we would leave the bar and then i I only went over there one time with you guys but we went we went back to your apartment and right across the hallway from your studio was 
uh, was her apartment or where she was living. And uh, we, just, we just sat in a circle and just like played, you know what I mean? And it, uh, and it's really cool. To, and if y'all don't know Priscilla Block, you're missing out. Um, she's got a song on the radio right now called Just About Over You. And she, I don't want to say this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that TikTok was a huge, was a huge platform for her. And uh, that's what kind of helped kickstart her career. Yeah, man, I think you're right. Um, and I'm, I'm so new to TikTok. Like I, I just got one, um, just cause everyone was talking about it all the time. I just kind of gave in and got one. I think I posted two or three clips now and I was amazed because a video that you and me, you know, we were singing in the parking garage with two of our other buddies just singing harmonies and uh i had like no followers on tiktok yet i think i had like 40 followers and i threw this video on there and i mean it's got like thirty-six thousand views right now or of tiktok you know it's it's really cool and see what happens but i think it's a great great tool for uh for artists and songwriters for sure yeah and i and uh i'm gonna apologize to everybody first of all if this uh if the audio comes out on this uh on this uh podcast a little weird i'm doing that me and alec are doing this podcast from uh how many i don't know how many hours you are from what like 24 hours away probably yeah something like that yeah i'm in georgia i'm in georgia and uh so thank y'all for listening first of all and i and i do apologize if the audio goes a little south um we're doing this over over Zoom. So, like I said, it's a learning experience too. Uh, I'm learning it, and uh, I hope that one day we can get to the point where we actually have a studio and we can do, you know, um, video podcasts. You know, if if you do, that's the that's the kind of the that's kind of the the goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You'll be doing that soon, man. I'm proud of you for for starting this thing up, and I think it's awesome. I thanks for. I mean, thanks for let me come on here and, and hang out with you, man. Dude. So tell us about the, uh, tell us about the, the company you're starting up kind of like what that is and how it works and what your, what your goals are with it. Yeah, man. So, uh, it's called night horse entertainment and basically, uh, I'm just going to promote concerts, right? So, you know, you go to a concert and there's, there's a promoter that, that uh you know talks to the booking agent gets the artist gets the venue lines up everything promotes the show and kind of just makes the whole thing happen and um after i went to school you know i was thinking of i i uh had an internship at united talent agency i was there for seven or eight months and i got to be around a lot of agents and and stuff and you know that's just kind of the route that I chose to go because I love to be around it. You know, I love to be at, at concerts and, and, uh, even if I'm not, you know, singing or whatever, I love to be there. And so I thought, you know, let's, let's start something up. I feel like I'm ready for this. And, and so, yeah, I just, everything's up and running. I just, I'm just, uh, talking to some buddies. I think, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this yet, but, uh, I won't yet because I don't know. I won't say it till it's official, but um, another good buddy of mine who has blown up recently, um, his name rhymes with Trey Lewis a little bit, but um, 
we're trying to get him out here and, and do a fun show. And man, that's another guy I'm so, so proud of, man. Talk about the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah. Um, always just, he was always just the coolest dude to me. He, you know, we only rode a couple times, um, but I was, I was around him quite a bit and just, just a, just a good guy, man. And honestly, couldn't happen to a nicer guy so um but yeah it's crazy dude like since i moved back priscilla and trey have just blown up it's crazy so let me tell you who i'm the most excited about out of everybody i think um to see and i'm such a huge fan man i think it's because i just love that um i mean i really love his song right don't get me wrong but I just love that country, just that country. I don't know. So that, it's really country music. And I, I think that's kind of my, my example of country music is Drew Parker, man. And um, yeah, I was sitting on my recliner one day and, and I kind of know Drew a little bit. We've talked, we've talked about iRacing a lot. I don't know if you know what that is, but uh, we were talking about uh, iRacing one day. And anyway, I'm sitting on my recliner and I'm scrolling through Instagram and, uh, it popped up that he got a record deal finally. And then I was like almost jumped out of my recliner and so happy just because. Oh yeah. Dude, I love, I love to see good people get good things. And, um, I've, yeah. I've never in my career ever been, you know, we all try to not be jealous of another one. You just want to be happy for those people. And, uh, that dude just put in his work. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, uh, I've met, I only got, I've only met him probably twice and yeah. I don't know if you can remember me, but, uh, I thought the same thing, man, super talented guy, super, super nice guy. And, and I love, uh, I love his music, man. I was actually just listening, uh, to his music the other day and, and, uh, he came on the highway too. And man, I'm, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm so happy for all anybody in that town that, that is able to, breakthrough no matter how they do it no matter what it's just like you got to cheer them on you know because it's it's so hard and if and if the listeners if y'all don't know man nashville is and you don't really get it until you're there it is like dude you go to burger king and you get a you get a damn chicken fry nine times out of ten that person that gave you that chicken fry is there to play music too, or write or be a part of the industry. There's just no tell. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, man. The talent, the talent in that town is, is unbelievable. Like you said, man. So and it's the, uh, and the people you meet, dude, it just blows your mind. I, I tell people this story all the time because it's just like the coolest thing to me. I was, I wasn't in Nashville very long and, um, me and Hunter Price, you know, we were we were in losers, obviously, like always. We were always there, you know, all three of us. Um, and I was I was in losers, and uh, you might have to tell me his name because I I probably didn't forgot it. But anyway, I'm standing standing out there on the deck with Hunter and this guy. He's standing there, and I'm talking to him, and he's got like a flat bill flat bill hat on. He's got pins all over. I'm like, that's kind of cool. And we're just talking, you know, talking about music, smoking a Marlboro probably. And uh, he gets to telling me this story about he was outside cutting his grass one day and he was just having a really hard time. And I think he said a, I think he said a rock 
flew out of his lawnmower, hit his house, and came back to him in the face. Oh, shoot. Yeah, and he, like, looked down and was just, you know, just all down, and he was like, uh, every storm runs out of rain. Okay. And, yeah, and uh, that ended up being the title, that Gary Allen song. You know what I mean? That he sure. wrote. Sure. Great song. And I can't think of his name, and I feel so awful. I'll think of it in a minute. Um, Man, I usually know, too, and uh, I, don't, I don't think I know who you're – who you're talking about there but it's something worn dude i can't remember <laughs> that's awful i can't i'm gonna start a conversation i'll be able to remember the dude's name that's me hey that's all right man yeah but that's just the i mean that's that's if people don't know man it's like you you everybody there plays everybody sings everybody writes everybody and, for sure. and for the most part for the most part that i found out it's like most people are they're good people you know what i mean um and it's, and it's like, like we were saying, it's so cool to see those people do break out because it's hard, man. It is so hard. It is, man. If I could, if I could, you know, say one thing to anybody out there who, you know, is a writer or wants to be a writer or, you know, who's chasing the dream, from the angle of me being an artist to sitting in a classroom and getting the music business degree to, being a songwriter and it you know to me it's all about the song you know there's a lot of talented singers out there a lot <clears throat> like, like you were saying you know every waitress there probably win american idol if they wanted it bad enough you know i feel yeah. like but um man it's all about the song for me um and that's really what i focus on is just uh is writing the best songs i can so um, just, just keep writing, you know, it, it's just, it, they're only going to get better. You know, they're not, they're not going to get worse. So you had a, um, you had a good friendship. You had a good friendship now with what Lee Bryce. Oh yeah, man. I was, how did that story come about? Man, that's a crazy story to be honest with you. I like a crazy story. So I feel like I have to tell it. Um, yeah, do it. Go ahead, man. I'm sure people so, hear it. So when I was in school and uh, trying to pay for a $1,600 a month studio apartment, that's you know, not, that's the truth. I was, uh, I started driving Uber of all things because, you know, it was flexible. I didn't have to, you know, have a schedule. I could work here and there in between class and, and uh, man, I love this story. This story is awesome. So one night, I'm giving uh, a ride to this guy and, you know, it was like a 40 minute drive, like to Brentwood or it was far wherever it was. And, uh, this dude's in the backseat, just super quiet. And, uh, so I just, you know, kind of turn the music on and drive. Right. And about five minutes before we get to his house, he's like, so man, what do you do? And I was just like, Oh, well, you know, I'm a songwriter and just like everybody. And, <laughs> and this and that and he goes man well my uh my wife's a songwriter and i was like oh really you know everybody there's a songwriter so i was like i was i was interested but i was like you know everybody's a songwriter so he's like yeah man i think you should write with her sometime and i was just like okay i'm down you know and uh so i give him my phone number which he then gives to his wife 
And uh, so we set up a right and everything. And turns out that she was best friends with Lee's wife, Sarah. Yeah. And, and so that Uber ride that turned into a co-write ended up being with Sarah, which is Lee Bryce's wife. And, and right off the bat, it was just one of those like meant to be things because both of those girls are just amazing, amazing people, amazing human beings. Um, but we got to write in a couple songs and, you know, uh, Lee and Sarah have a really cool farm and I was able to go out there and write with them and, and, uh, you know, I'll never forget it. Um, we're sitting there writing this, this idea I had and actually true story, Sarah, Sarah actually sent me the demo of this song today, which is kind of crazy coincidence, but, yeah. uh, I'm sitting there and, and, uh, Lee's got an old Gibson hanging in their little uh, farmhouse out there. And I'm pretty sure I was playing his guitar at the time, but you know, we're kind of, we got like a first verse and kind of working through the chorus done and, and in walks Lee, you know, he walks in and just kind of, kind of takes a seat there. And I introduced myself to him and it was kind of one of those surreal things, right? Um, yeah, for crazy. me at the time back then, you know, because I've been a huge fan of his music forever. And, uh, anyways, he's like, well, like, why don't you play me what you guys got so far? So we ended up playing in this little first verse and chorus and, you know, told him what the hook was and, and I, and he liked it. Thank goodness. Um, you know, he was like, man, that's, that's a really cool hook, you know, whose idea was that? And they were kind of like, well, that was Alex's idea. And, and I was just like, man, if, if Lee thinks that my hook's all right, I think we might be all right here, you know? And anyways, that turned into a, a really cool friendship with, with Sarah and Lee. And I, I, uh, I actually came out to Arizona when he played a show down the road for my parents and got to hang out. And, uh, we wrote a, we wrote a really cool song. Dude, I remember hearing it. Just sick. Yeah, man. We uh we wrote a really cool one. Um, of course he he was his record was about to come out, and you know, I was just so lucky to write with with him. He's so talented. And honestly, you know, you meet some guys that are, you know, have been your heroes musically for a while, and you meet them and you know, not everybody, but every once in a while, you're just like, wow, like, that's not the guy that I thought that guy would be, you know, and, but Lee was just, Lee was just the coolest dude ever, so, yeah, I was lucky to, to write with him a couple times, and just, you know, hang out, and be around him, and Sarah, and it's just one of those crazy blessings in life that, that you can never really imagine until it happens, and, uh, yeah, man. I uh so cool. I mean it you know, it the same thing kind of happened to me, you know, with um with Rodney Atkins. That was a dude, I oh yeah, yeah. I, I still I still sometimes just can't believe it, you know. Um, and it and it really wasn't I didn't the, the thing really didn't happen with me, you know, it was my my wife at the time. She ended up getting a job for Rodney and um 
just, yeah, the, I remember just the times that, you know, I would be at his house. Um, I just couldn't believe it, man. I told him the story one day. We were out at the ACM Awards in Vegas, and I told him the story. You know, I there was a guy from my hometown named Seth Sharp. Uh, he was a Marine. He died in combat. And um, I remember being like 15, 14, 15 years old, I think. And, you know, we sat – it was pretty cool. It's one of those small-town stories where the whole town just kind of shuts down and um, – Everybody was sitting on the side of the roads in their cars with, <clears throat> with American flags and all this stuff. And and then they, you know, the hearse drove down, drove downtown with his with Seth with Seth's body in the hearse. And uh, um I remember we were leaving after the whole after this the thing happened, we were leaving. And I remember having Rodney Atkins It's America playing over the radio. Um, oh yeah. Cause you know, that was, he's one of the ones, you know, it's like with Lee, you know, it's like those people inspire you, inspired you to even get into music. And then, and you think these dudes are like superheroes and then you, you become friends with these people, man. It's like, it's, it's such a cool full circle moment. And, um, uh, it oh, just really sure. blows your mind. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just, uh, it's crazy, man. So what uh what kind of guitars are you playing now? Man, I uh I've seen you. You've been on a you've been on a damn you've been on a classical kick, right? Or as far as as far as older guitars go. Well, um, so I got super into guitars, um, for whatever reason, um, you know, because. You know, you used to, I used to love, you know, you know what Gibsons are and Martins are and stuff, but I really dove in and like, you know, what are the best guitars and why, and you know, and, and I just fell in love with like guitars as weird as that might sound. But, um, I, uh, actually you mentioned Hunter earlier. He had a, that Martin, that D15 that I still have to this day. He's probably wondering where the heck it is, but no, he knows <laughs> I have it. But uh, he's so yeah, wild, man, he probably don't even remember it. <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, I, I've had that guitar. That's a great guitar. I've wrote probably most of my songs on that guitar. Um, but I just bought a uh, a couple new guitars actually. Um, I wanted a vintage Gibson, you know um just something with soul you know and I, I was able to find a uh it's a 1945 lg1 and uh it's a little smaller than like a full-size guitar but man it's man it sounds like money so i got that one and then uh martin i was there's that vintage guitar shop there carter's vintage in nashville and i went in and and I was looking at a bunch of guitars, thinking about maybe buying one and ended up not I actually uh, found I was I was I was going to the Ryman just to be there, you know, when I was visiting town a few weeks ago. And that's the that's the Grand Ole Opry for, y'all, for the folks that don't yeah, know. That's the original Opry right there in Nashville and and in the gift shop of all places, they had a guitar for sale and uh, not just like a you know shitty cheap guitar it was it's like a four thousand dollar guitar thirty five hundred dollar guitar but why i bought that guitar is it's uh 
it's a D28, um, but they make them like they made the old ones, like the pre-war, super, super valuable guitars. They're just made so well. But uh, like the headstock, for example, has like a microphone and it says 650 on it. And uh, it's got like an, a Grand Ole Opry pit guard and it's stamped, you know, on the inside, especially for the, for the Grand Ole Opry Martin Custom Shop. And I just fell in love with the sound of that guitar. To this day, that might be the best sounding guitar that I've ever played. And I've played a lot of guitars. So, but uh, I spent altogether too much money on guitars and I'm cutting myself off for a while until we uh, get a song cut or something for now <laughs> so do you have any um kind of like what's your i'm not trying to get into your 10-year plan by no means but um yeah are, yeah. are you kind of are you kind of do you kind of feel like you take that take that drive back to nashville and kind of you know go back up there and continue a little more oh yeah 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 i uh my life right now has honestly never been better you know it's never been better. And that includes the songs I'm writing and everything going on here. Um, you know, I'm around all my best friends and I just met, I just met a girl that literally feels like, you know, I've known her forever and she's just amazing. And I just, I know I'm going, I'm knowing I'm actually going to visit in two weeks. I'm going to be there for about a week or so just riding with, with some people. But, um, you know, right now, my top priority with music is to get my first record out, uh, my first album out. And, uh, you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Um, go back and forth and keep writing with people and, you know, keep trying to get some songs cut. And but I know for a fact I'll be back. I'll move out there. It's just, you know, I feel like I'm just waiting on God's timing and and uh whatever he has in store for me because you know these blessings in life right now just they wouldn't have happened had this whole pandemic not happened you know and, yeah and i think that's i you know I, I feel like that's the best way to do it is just you know do it when it's right do things when it's right because um, yeah and i mean it's you know things things happen for a reason you know what i mean and no doubt and you, you know, you'll get that, you'll get that bug again and you'll know when it's time, you know what I mean? God will put it in your heart and, uh, oh yeah. And you'll, you'll feel like it's time again because brother, we still had a lot left, didn't we? <laughs> oh yeah, man. We're just getting started, dude. And I'm excited for you too, man. Like I was talking to you the other day, man. I just, I mean, I believe in you, man, as a writer, artist, whatever you want to do and put your mind to, you know, you, you know, I'd, we were running around town a lot and after you moved, you know, for a long, long time, everybody'd be like, yo, where's Joe? And where, you know, where the heck's Joe? And, you know, everyone was talking about you still. So I know not just me, I know a lot of people be excited for yeah. you to pick that up when you're ready, man. So you'd be like, Oh, the big dummy went back in the army for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that too, man. That There's no, there's no greater thing you could have done, man. So I'm, yeah, I'm super it was, proud it, was for, it was for a reason, you know, and, uh, yeah, that was just another chapter in life that you have to go through. And, um, 
Yeah, I'm definitely like we said, you know, I'm definitely not done. Um, just trying to kind of like you, you know, just you know, trying to stay uh keep your feet on the ground and you know, do things in time. Um you bet. Dude, you bet. Some, of the, some of the time I still I still think about it this day, man. Some of the some of the times me, you and it was usually me, you and Hunter. That was like always the um we were the we were the the three dudes. For yeah, sure. it was me, you, and him, and um, some of the best times of my life. I tell people all the time, man, if there was ever a best time of my life, it was up there because it just just the people, the camaraderie, the just all of it. You know what I mean? It was just so fun, and um, even down to the Broadway gigs that you got paid fifty bucks to play. You know, <laughs> they were fun. Oh man, you betcha. Yeah. I, uh... I can't wait to be honest, man. I just, I, I feel like life is just getting better and better and better week by week, month by month. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I still haven't put out my first album. I've wrote so many songs. I mean, I could probably honest to God, I could probably put out 15 albums of, of songs. I just have so many sitting there. But the timing and everything just hasn't been right. But uh, I feel like it's getting pretty close. I got those songs I've been writing out here. Um, I got about eight of them that are just me. And the songs I want to I want to share with people right now. And uh, I'm just, you know, obviously as an independent artist, you know, it's not it's not cheap. It's not cheap to go out and do just not, man these days and uh i've just you know i've been working jobs and saving money when i can and you know when the time's right i'm gonna you know probably fly out to nashville and and uh make my first record and i can't wait for that day it's coming soon i you know it'll probably this year to be honest with you so yeah so what are some of the uh name for the people some of your uh some of your singles you got out right now as far as on your streaming platforms? Oh, man. Uh, I've got a couple out. They're, they're, they're a little older. Um, I've got Jesus and George Strait that's out there. That was your last, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Jesus and George Strait. Uh, my first song I ever did was called Let It Lie. Uh, and then I have one called Water to Whiskey. Um, and then I did a uh, kind of a I did a cover of a song. It's not country. It's by an artist named Khalid, who I had honestly never heard of in my life at the time. But one of my buddies showed me this song. He's like, hey, man, you might you might sound pretty good on this song. And so I listened to it and I looked at him. and I'm like, all right, like, let's let's go down in, in the studio in the basement and let's record it right now. So that whole night I recorded that song. And now what was that called again? It's called better. Dude. I, I, thought, I thought that that was when you wrote, I had no, I didn't even know that. No, man. No, I didn't write that one. I wish I did. Cause I'm sure I, I would, uh, <laughs> sit in an excavator, you know, digging. Yeah. Digging. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, those are the four I put out and, you know, at the time, they were all they're they're good songs. They're you know, but the the songs I've got that I'm working on, I just they're they're just 
I feel like there's so much better than those songs, and I'm really, really excited to share them. So. Well, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, it's supposed to get better and better and better. Um, I know for myself, I mean, I, I look back at my first, the first single I ever put out, uh, Gas in the Truck, and uh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I laugh, I laugh at it honestly. And I'm not I'm not cutting myself down saying it's the worst thing in the world, but uh good song. I remember that song. Compared to compared to some things that I've wrote and released after that, it's got it's it, you know, it's and that's how it's supposed to go. You know, it's supposed to get a little better and a little better. Um oh, yeah, that's because man. I mean that's because you grow in life, you know what I mean? And then Nashville, dude, you really don't have a choice but to get better because you write with these people that are better than you, and that's supposed to, that's what you want to do. And those people kind of it's kind of like you you learn from everybody and uh dude you could be sitting at a riders round and if y'all don't know what a riders round is that's one of the that's one of my favorite things to go to in nashville basically it's uh you go to a venue like um i don't know tin roof on the mummery and places like that like revival and uh and you you have three to four people usually on a stage and they go down the line they play their original songs and um and you could just go to one of those, man, and it's like you're gonna leave there either inspired or you're gonna hear the way they wrote a song, and you're like, damn, I could do the same thing. Yeah, you you learn stuff, you pick up on stuff, yeah. and you know that was one of the biggest things I think that helped me as a writer was just, you know, I moved to town and and uh, I was by all by myself, so I'd go out to the bars and every night and just just listen to all different kinds of uh, writers man and I just you start picking up things you start learning you know little things here and there until you know your songs start getting better and and uh yeah man I love I'm man I miss writers rounds man I I can't wait to be back in Nashville just they're fun dude it's crazy it's so fun yeah man I think I seen I seen last night I believe I was on Facebook and I and it, it just almost it almost like gives you that feeling of damn I wish I was there because I want to say it was at Live Oak I think it was at Live Oak bar there and uh, it was a I think it was a either a publishing takeover or something like that I don't I don't know exactly but it was Drew Parker some another lady I can't remember her name and Luke Combs was in it. And um, you could just imagine the bar. You know what I mean? It was just freaking erupt. It was just nuts. Yeah, I remember seeing Luke play at Tin Roof probably three years ago or something like that. Just, you know, and he was just blowing up and, you know, rolls in and just Luke's just super, super casual and, and, you know, just played his songs. And it was so cool, man, to see it from that you know perspective just him and a guitar chilling at the bar with you know those, another thing i was going to say is those those riders those riders rounds can be a little they can be a little scary when you when you do it yourself because i remember i landed in one one time it was me it was me hunter and taylor phillips and somebody else so here i am playing like you know my original stuff and then the next song is hurricane by luke combs that taylor phillips was a writer on and <laughs> talking about like a yeah. But just a crazy feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I uh, my first song I ever released, I actually wrote with Taylor, which is which is cool, man. And mm -hmm. 
I've always kind of I've I've always looked up to him as a writer, uh, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it's just it's one of those things that everybody's on a different path, but everybody's on the same path. If that yeah, makes sense, yeah, exactly. And, and uh, one dude might be one be one dude might be driving Lyft like me and you did, and then the next guy he might be you know working downtown at uh, at um, one of those pizza places, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's having to do what they got to do to survive. Yeah, man. But the love of music that everybody shares and, is, you know, the town's everyone's super supportive for the most part of one another. And it's just, it, uh, it's cause everyone loves music, man. And dude, if you listen to, um, and we'll, we'll wrap this up here in a few, but if you listen to, um, I just lost my train of thought, Thomas Rhett's new album, so I've heard, I think, two or three songs. I haven't even heard the whole thing yet. Um, Bro, so it is like what I've been missing, like legit. I, I listened to it today. Yeah. I was listening to it while I was at work driving a dump truck. And the Thomas Rhett that I remember was like Beer with Jesus, you know, and oh, so, yeah. something, to do, something yeah. to do with my hands. And he kind of he kind of went off on another path and um not saying it was bad but it just wasn't my style that i really enjoyed and um yeah man dude he released this new album and it is country bro like i was like because i mean the one of the songs in there is it feels good to be country again country again yeah that's the one i heard actually man and i love that one dude i was so excited you know because it, it's cool to hear it's it's cool to hear. It's all you know. It's always that exciting. I always look forward to New Music Fridays. Um, oh yeah. And if people don't know what that is, basically that's when just about everybody releases their new. Back in the back in the day, it was it was on Friday because that's when people got their paycheck, and that's when when CDs were a thing. That's when you went to Walmart and you bought your CDs, and that's when you went to record stores and you bought the records. And I guess it's kind of stuck around, and people still release their music on platforms like digital platforms on Fridays. But that's when you, that's when you look forward to me, new music coming out is on a Friday. So I'm always just like super pumped. Cause I know that I'm gonna get on Instagram and scroll through my stories and people are going to show what new song came out. Yeah, man. Yeah. When are you going to put out some more music, man? I've been waiting on some Joe Webb. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm trying, uh, I think my thing is I want, I want to make sure that my next one is um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bouncing around between cutting somebody else's song that they've wrote or um, maybe cutting something that I've wrote. I don't know. Uh, I had a song that I had a pretty good um, reaction from a song called dirt. And uh, did you I, and I write that one? No, um, I don't think so. Oh, 100%. 100% we did. Oh, did we? Yeah. At your apartment. I remember being there. It was just yeah. me and you. Sure. Uh, I think it was. I was in my apartment one night by myself and I wrote it and I, and I sent you a text. I was like, bro, you're not going to believe this. And I sent, yeah. I sent you a little work tape of like the first verse and the chorus. And I think me and you ended up finishing it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, I yes. forgot about that. That'd be cool. Yes, sir. I got a that was probably the best reaction I've ever had out of that song. But no, I was talking to I was talking to a producer the other day that cut my first two songs, and uh, I told him I was like, man, I I really need to find my own 
kind of like my own style, if that makes sense. Yeah, like your sound and everything. Or sound, your- and I told him, I was like, um, I'd like to sit down with you and, you know, we – and his idea was, you know, find a song that I'm really, really, really into and we just really – study that and figure out what would be a good sound you know for that and still and still true to myself obviously but um right i'm trying man i'm i'm I'm, like i said i'm just bouncing through ideas right now and like you were saying earlier dude it's so expensive oh my god people don't realize but cutting a song can be anywhere from 500 bucks to if, if the most I've ever paid was like near a grand, but I, I'm sure it could be more than that for a song. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, as much as you want to spend, I guess. Pretty much, to give people an idea, you pretty much could go buy a cheap brand new car for the price it costs, but out a whole album. I mean, it's that's no joke. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah. And that, and that comes from the musicians you got to have on there and uh, the engineering, the mastering. There's a lot goes into it. Oh yeah, man. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Whatever you choose to do, man. I, uh, I believe in you, and uh, I can't wait to see what, uh, what's next for you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Well, it's been good talking to you, man. Good catching up, and uh, you too, man. I really appreciate you having me here, and uh, I can't, I can't wait to kick it in Nash soon, man. So yeah, man. Well, everybody that. Uh, I'm going to say it again. This is Alec Petford. And um, you need to go check out his music on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, wherever else you get your music from. Um, Check him out, man. It's a good friend of mine. Great singer. Great songwriter. Um, And I mean that. I mean that wholeheartedly. And, uh, yeah, man, y'all go check him out. Follow him on Instagram. What's your Instagram? I think it's – now you got me thinking. Let me check, because uh, all my music that I released for a few years actually went by my middle name. So if you all are on, uh, you know, all my music that's out now is actually going to be under Alec Taylor. So don't forget to look that up. But, uh, you know, I, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go with my real last name and everything. So my Instagram is Alec Petford. So Alec Petford, there you go. Yeah. So look it up and follow me. I'll follow you back. And, Man, I can't thank you enough for having me on here, man. It was fun. Hell yeah, man. And uh, we'll do it again. We'll do it again one day when we got uh, some more material to talk about. And we will. <laughs> we will very yep. soon, probably. All right, buddy. We've got to talk to you, man. Um, this has been the second episode of the Port Swing Podcast. Um, follow, subscribe, like it on YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, check it out on Spotify, Apple Music. Anywhere you get your uh, your music from, there's podcasts on there also. So uh, one day I'll have some sponsors to throw in here, but I don't as of now. So I'm going to give a shout out to my buddy, Alec. Thank you, buddy, for coming on here. Hey, buddy, and, uh, have a good night, man. We'll talk to you soon. Good to talk to you, brother. All right, man. Bye.